Good morning, fashion friends, and welcome to Fashion Friday. I'm actually doing this show in Manhattan. I'm sitting outside, as you may hear some birds chirping. I'm sitting in the park, in Central Park, actually. And I just came out of a meeting with some influencers, some buyers, and some editors. And I really wanted to talk a little about a little bit about what we were talking about in this meeting. Um, it was a lot of a lot about planning fashion forecasting, that type of stuff, but a few interesting things that I thought I'd share with you today. So um, let's get into it. Okay. First of all, first of all, let's talk a little bit about a little pop culture to start off. So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have joined Instagram. I like to talk about the royals. Well, first of all, because they're the royals. Uh, But secondly, uh, I've, you know, I think both the Duchess and uh, both the girls, uh, but the princess have soon to be queen, Kate Middleton. I think they've had such an impact in the fashion world and a positive impact for sure. So um, I always find them interesting to, to look at and to talk about. And now they've joined Instagram officially. Obviously this is, uh, you know, I'm sure handled by a publicist or someone, and it's probably more for making announcements and, uh, you know, keeping track of all the wonderful things that they do for the, um, sovereign. And so, uh, but I think it's interesting. I will definitely be looking. I think they've got something like over 2 million followers already. I think they were beat the world record, uh, that was set for the most, a million get to a million followers in the shortest amount of time something like that so yeah interesting wondering for me mostly will they show a lot of Megan's outfits or is it because it's Instagram so it's pictures so um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of the couple I'm sure there will be lots of pictures of the baby and um, looking forward to to following that for sure Um, so speaking of Instagram, this was a topic of conversation in my meeting today. And it's funny because last week, if you listened to the show, I talked about social media, the impact of it and influencers. I talked about an influencer versus a blogger and how shopping for everyone, for you and I has changed dramatically and the power of influencers and how they have they basically influence um, a lot of us and how we shop and what to buy. And I love it because it not only gives me inspiration, um, you know, even I need inspiration every day. Um, I don't always have something up my sleeve. Sometimes I just can't think, kind of drawing a blank what to wear uh, to a specific event, or maybe it's just a, a day off. Sometimes days off are even worse because I actually struggle with dressing down. <laughs> So I look to influencers for inspiration. Um, The other side of that, I look to influencers to see what they're buying. Sometimes they give you insight on a sale or on um, something that's a way to get something, signing up for something. They've maybe run a contest and you can, you know, win something that you feel is a value. Um, So there's lots of different things that influencers bring to the table and that's you find all of that out through Instagram, which I think is pretty incredible. Um, so that was part of my meeting. And um, speaking of being influenced and being uh, and shopping, one thing that also came to mind this past few weeks was um, the logo print. So 
Now, I brought this up actually in my meeting just recently and was asking the buyers because they're the ones that are out there buying the items for the boutiques and the department stores and or the online uh, companies. And then I asked, you know, it was interesting to hear what the editors had to say and the buyers and then the influencers. Three very different jobs, three very impactful types of positions. So all one thing was... was uh, across the board, they all agreed the logo print is not going away for 2019. So whatever it may be, if it's Gucci, if it's Prada, if it's Chanel, the logo print is here. And I have to say this, I don't expect it to ever go away because it, it, it didn't, it just kind of took a back seat. I want to say it was, it really became popular in the seventies and eighties. So we're seeing it again, which means we'll probably see it again. So that, that means it doesn't really go away. It just kind of go moves to the background or the forefront. So, um, one of the things that in particular that came up is the Gucci logo belt. Is this still popular? Okay. This has been, this has had a great run. (laughs) This logo belt (laughs) has had a great run. I have to say, I personally own two of them, um, and I think a lot of people I know own them. Here's why. First of all, it's a great investment piece. Let's start there. Now, this is not cheap. Let me stress that. The average price is somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 300 bucks, and they vary, yes, for a belt. So they vary. The price, prices change according to the width of the belt. There's skinnier, there's thicker ones. Also, what it's made of, is it fabric, is it leather? Um, the buckle, is it smaller, it's, it's GG or not? So, so it's fabric or it's leather. And then I have one that's actually in, sort of embellished. It's got sort of gold studs on it. So that then made the price even higher. And then the center buckle is actually the two overlapping Gs, which is, you know, the thing. So here's why I think it's an investment piece. I know years ago when I really wanted the highly coveted Hermes belt with the same idea, leather belt, and then you have the H in the middle is the buckle, and you can change out. The difference there, though, is you can switch out the leather, the actual belt. You can put the buckle on different color and different, um, a different color, different fabric belts. The Gucci, you cannot. The buckle is attached to the belt. However, I still have all of my Hermes belts. One, one, they were not inexpensive. And two, just like what we're seeing with the logo, they're going to come back. So these are things you can pass down to your daughters, granddaughters, maybe sisters, nieces, or maybe eventually sell them. They will become vintage. Trust me, they will. Or you'll just want to wear them again. So, um, and the other thing is, at that price, I know it's, I know it's not cheap. I know you're thinking 300 bucks for a belt, 400 bucks for a belt. Are you insane? Well, it's again, it's an investment piece and it's a luxury good. So if you are in the market for shopping a luxury good, this is a great entry point. So people that buy Gucci bags or shoes or clothes, they're not, obviously they're not looking for a deal. You already know what you're going, you're getting yourself into. So the, so maybe you're not the Gucci buyer. But you can have a little piece of that luxury item and by buying a belt. So I, that's why I like it, I have to say. It's definitely a cult item, as insiders call a cult item. Um, and here's the other thing. I've seen this. You don't have to pay full price for this. Now, with all of the shopping apps and things like Tradesy and Poshmark and the other one, Real Real, the Real Real, all of these fantastic 
shopping apps that sell consignment pieces that are like brand new, that are in excellent condition at more affordable prices. So yet again, another way you can also have something, a luxury item at a more affordable price. So, um, I'm liking it. I'm liking the logos. I'm liking specifically Gucci logo. I give it two thumbs up. Um, having said that, like I said, the, the logos aren't going anywhere. Um, I think everything in moderation. I think from my clients that I've talked to, you know, there's, there are, I have wonderful ladies that would never be caught dead in something that's quote unquote on trend. They're more about their their personal style, whether that's on trend or not, which I absolutely applaud that. Um, I don't say you have to have trendy pieces. Absolutely not. I always say, excuse me, trendy pieces are like the frosting on the cake or the cherry on the sundae. It's still a sundae. And if it's made well with the right ingredients, it's a sundae. Whether you need the cherry or not is, you know, that's personal choice. So on trend items, yeah, great to have, but not necessarily a necessity and does not mean that you don't have a fantastic quality capsule collection, you know, of your, your wardrobe isn't, uh, full of fantastic staples. So, uh, you know, I do think the logo pieces I like, but again, all things within reason and, um, you know, minimal. I think minimal is better. I'm not a fan of the head to toe logo dressing unless it's really specific. Okay. It's a celebrity. They're on a red carpet or they're going to an event. They're at a film debut, something really specific where they need a specific look and maybe that look works. Um, you know, for every day you and I, no, I don't, I'm not, I'm not. In fact, there have been times where I'm getting dressed and I'm kind of Maybe I didn't plan out the outfit to the T and I'm kind of grabbing this and grabbing that. And I'll look at myself and say, I have way too many logos on or brands that are obvious. So, you know, I'll have a Gucci, the Gucci belt and then my shoes will be another thing. And then my bag is something else. And then I'll actually change um, because I don't like that. I don't, I prefer to dress a little bit more understated. Um, however, I certainly like certain pieces, but I don't want to be all about labels. I think that's quite frankly, tacky. So, um, I guess there's a fine line between wearing logos and just wearing too much of it and just being sort of wearing labels just to wear a label. I think that's the same thing. Cause if you look at it, what we're seeing a lot of logo, let's take for instance, a jacket, Gucci jacket, logo jacket. It looks like a print, which is again, why I would like it. Not necessarily because it has GGs and it's Gucci. Yes, that will hold a lot of weight for me because I know it's going to be made well. And it's a brand that I know very well. It's a, you know, multi-billion dollar brand that is a luxury item, but the print itself, if it's in the vintage fabric, so if it's tan with brown GGs, that's a classic vintage print. I like the print. It's really not about the the logo, it's more about the print. Same thing with Chanel or Hermes. It might be about the print that I like, not, not necessarily that it's a logo. So having said that, by the way, side note, I just want to add last year I invested in a Fendi bag. Yes, a Fendi bag. I did not own a Fendi bag to date. So last year I decided I'm going to usually about once a year, maybe twice a year, I'll invest in a, in a bag, a statement bag. And 
that was my dilemma. So the specific style that I liked came in solid and came in logo print. And I thought, oof, I don't know. I'm like, is that too flashy? Is it too much? I ended up going with kind of a little bit of both. I ended up getting the logo bag, but it's just the flap of the bag. It's a square shaped bag, kind of like an envelope style. The flap of the bag has the Fs on it. And then the rest of the bag is solid black. So I felt like that was a good, a good compromise and a good middle point where I didn't feel like, Oh, logo, logo, logo. It's not a huge bag, but it's a sizable bag. Um, you know, a decent sized bag and, uh, it's a shoulder bag. And you can, it also has a little handle. You can carry it. So it's not teeny tiny, but it's not a huge duffel bag. Um, so for me, that was the perfect middle point was to have a little bit of the logo. So I guess that's sort of a personal choice as to, you know, when and how much you're going to wear it. All right. So um, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit about some spring styling tips. Spring weather is here and uh, lots of stuff to choose from can almost be overwhelming. So I've got some great styling tips for you. You won't want to miss it. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, guys, so spring is here. Uh, finally. So floral stripes, ankle length pants, open toed shoes. That's the time you're bringing it all out. You're ready to incorporate it into your wardrobe. If you haven't done so already, I personally am guilty of all the above. I was wearing open toed shoes for about, um, about a month now. Um, yes. When it was still freezing, I, I just, I couldn't take it anymore. I just thought if I willed spring to come, you know, it would. So, all right. Warmer days are definitely imminent and it's a great time to sort of reinvent your look. But how do you do that? Uh, last week, like I said, I talked about following influencers on social media, following blogs that may help you. Here's a great thing about blogs. A blog is just an article or like a journal. And if you like that particular person's style or their writing style and their fashion sense, um, it's wonderful to follow them because you'll get, depending on how many times they post, you'll get it directly to your inbox. And it's more of an explanation of what they're wearing or what they're doing. So we're talking about fashion bloggers. Me, for example, my blog, I post once a week, um, probably about three times a month, once a week. So you're not getting, you're not going to get spam. You're not going to get flooded with a bunch of stuff from, from wardrobe envy. You're going to get it once on a two. Usually we post on a Tuesday. So Tuesday goes live Tuesday or Wednesday. And so you'll get about three a month. So 
just enough to say, here's what I'm doing. I mean, the, the blog is something that takes a lot of time and I'm very dedicated to it. So I always want to make sure I'm giving you original content and, uh, you know, talking about whatever it is I'm wearing and whatever place it is. I like to shoot uh, when I'm traveling. So it gives me a little bit of a, a different background, different scenery. And, you know, I'll usually mention restaurants or places that I'm going to. We like to find interesting locations to shoot. So again, that's a good place to start if you want to follow a blogger. If you want to just follow pictures, social media is a great place. And I think, uh, you know, for inspiring looks, it's wonderful. So once again, my blog, if you want to follow, you can sign up. It's wardrobe envy, wardrobe hyphen envy.com. Or just follow me along on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter and Facebook, and it's wardrobe underscore envy. That's on Instagram. On Facebook and Twitter, it's just at wardrobe envy. So hopefully I can inspire you or help you, or if you ever have questions, feel free to comment or email me. All right, so let's get into spring. Let's talk spring. Um, I think there's lots of, let's set aside trends. We're not even going to talk about that. I really want to talk about building a, a, a great look, not a, not a wardrobe, just a look. So coming up, you're going to have lots of things to attend. There's going to be the weekend getaways. There's going to be graduations and mother's day and father's day and bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and, uh, all the other things, right? So, um, Weddings, and let's not forget wedding season is right here. So how to really make a great outfit. So start build around a centerpiece. I think that's what you've got to start with. So whatever that piece may be, it doesn't have to be necessarily a dress. Um, it doesn't have to be a shirt. It could be a jacket. It could be a pair of pants. It could be a shoe. It could be a statement earring. And yes, I've done, I'm famous for this. I do this all the time. I think in my mind how I want to feel, sort of who I want to be that day, meaning like in terms of character and how I dress, not literally. And I go from there and I'll say, you know what? I feel like being casual in a platform sneaker. Um, you know, I'm denim girl. I feel a little 70s vibe going on or whatever. And I kind of go from there. So you start with that one piece and then you're going to build around that piece, sort of laying the foundation of your outfit and then build around that. Second thing I highly encourage, especially for spring, try mixing prints. I always say this isn't for the advanced, <laughs> this isn't for the fashion forward, but you know what? It is. It is. Now that I think about it, I think it is. I think people are afraid sometimes to wear print. And I think on the next step is people are afraid to mix them. Well, I've been talking about mixing prints for years, so I think you should just do it. And I think if there's in, in question, you can always email me, you can always tweet me, you can always send me a message on, on uh, social media or a picture. I love getting feedback. Um, there's, there's so many choices out there. Here's the thing to keep in mind. Make sure if you're going to mix prints, there's a common thread. And I don't mean that literally. <laughs> so the common thread is the color usually. So if you've got a floral pattern and you look at the floral pattern and all you see are ne uh, not neons, but bolder colors. So hot pink and green and fuchsia and purple. And you want to mix it with stripes. Make sure the stripes are one of two things. Completely neutral, as in black and white. 
or have those same, at least two of the same colors in the stripe. So there's a pink and there's a green and similar. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of fits together like a bit of a puzzle piece. So each piece of the puzzle is very different, but when they, they're put together, they fit and they work. So that's sort of the thing to think about when you're mixing print. That's an easy one. The other thing to think about is scale. So um, I'm a petite person. Uh, I'm 5'2", petite framed 5'2". So I generally stay away from large print items. Um, I'll go small and I'll go sort of a medium depending on the style and the shape and the color. I will never go with a big exploded print. And the same goes for someone that would be six feet tall and a broader, you know, broad shoulders and a more uh, heavier set woman or um, just someone that has a, you know, more athletic frame and that is a bigger person in general. You should probably should stay away from a teeny tiny print. So no teeny tiny polka dots or teeny tiny flowers. Um, You can go, you can probably wear a more of a range and I would say a smaller print, medium to a large print will work. Um, It just will look sort of disproportioned if you, if you go do otherwise. And uh, remember a small print, very small print will read as a a neutral, will read, read as a solid from a distance. So if you look at a print uh, shirt, and you step back maybe 12, 15 feet, it's, it's going to read as more of a solid. Yeah, you'll still see the print, but it's not going to be so obvious uh, d- depending on the scale. So keep those two things in mind, scale and having a common thread. And that is a really, really easy way to mix prints. And uh, I encourage you to try it for fall. Or for spring, sorry. <laughs> or fall. For spring. Fall too. <laughs> All right. And then the next step is keep the hair and makeup simple. You want to, there's nothing wrong with just slicking your hair back into a ponytail, or if you've got a shorter do, just keeping it really simple. Uh, Maybe it's a messy bun. Maybe it's a couple of simple barrettes and then makeup kept to a minimal. I'm not saying if, if, if your normal look is to wear a lot of makeup, I would say then just streamline it. Maybe you just do lipstick or maybe you just do, you know, eye makeup. If your normal look is no makeup at all, well, then you're ahead of the game. So keep it pretty simple and uh, it will always work. The third thing I'm suggesting is the power of a matching set. So I absolutely love a matching set. Now there's a range here. It could be a suit. It could be pants and a jacket. It could be a skirt and a blazer. It could be track pants and a jacket. So you see the range here. We could be talking extremely dressy. It could be, we could be talking extreme, extremely casual. The point is a matching set always looks pulled together and we're talking same color or same pattern. It's a set. It's something you probably buy together, or maybe if you're getting lucky, you can find, you know, the exact shade. You've got to be careful though, if you're doing that of fabric. So if you find a pink jacket and you find pink pants and you want to make it look like a set, great. Make sure one it's the same color, exactly the same color. And two, the same fabric, because that will be the giveaway if it's not, that it's not a suit. So, um, power of a matching set. Don't underestimate this. I think this really is something I'm loving for spring, summer of this year and uh, definitely can update your wardrobe and just give it that fresh look. It Suddenly you looked very pulled together. And I suggest the track pants and the jacket, something more of a casual look. That's great for travel. Why not? You're comfortable yet you still look pulled together. 
All right, next on my list is color blocking. Let's not forget color blocking. This is nothing new, ladies. This has been around since the 60s. Um, color blocking, and I love color blocking in bold colors. So, um, you know, whether it's, or maybe it's pastel colors, but I like it in bold colors for spring in particular. So it's the top, it's the bottom, it's the bag, it's the shoe. And, uh, I wouldn't do more than three colors by the way, cause then it's, you know, starts to get a little bit more complicated. So don't forget that. That's a really, really easy way to, um, put a great outfit together. And even more easy is black and white and pick one color as your third color. So black, white, and pink, black, white, and yellow, black, white, and red. And there you go. There's your color blocking outfit. And then lastly, don't forget a hero piece. A hero piece is a must-have item that sort of defines your style. And it's what's a hero piece for me won't be a hero piece for you. It's really about what works on you. It's that one must-have piece that you really, really love. And it suits you. And it re- it's the statement maker. It's, you know, when someone looks at you or someone's talking to you, they're going to notice that thing. But they're going to notice that you're wearing that item, not the other way around. So I always say this, you know, that, that sometimes you're looking at an outfit it looks good but it just needs something to kind of put it over the edge and uh, that's the hero piece it just really makes the outfit um, takes it to sort of another level it could be anything it could be earrings it could be a cocktail ring it could be a bag it could be a necklace it could be a belt um, it could be a blouse anything that you're wearing it could be and I think that is important to, again, it's got to be something that's very you. It's almost like, it's kind of like your signature. It's your stamp. So your signature is unique to you, hopefully, and no one else hopefully has that exact signature. That's what a hero piece is. That's what a hero piece does for your look. And I have to tell you, once you kind of say, oh, yeah, you know, that's really me, it feels really good to sort of own that. And going forward, it doesn't matter if your outfit is casual or dressy or anything in between. When you've got that one thing to always go to, um, for example, if it's, let's say it's a vintage brooch, you say, oh, I like collecting vintage brooches and I really like wearing them and I like to wear them, you know, on my lapel. You know, that's something that really will translate and I think, well, um, people will notice. People will notice that that's you and it's, uh, it's, it's your signature. So that's a great way to, to build your, your own look, to kind of carve out your own look. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Hopefully that's helped you. And once again, don't forget to follow me on social media on, uh, Instagram. It's wardrobe envy and my blog, wardrobe hyphen envy. And my blog is wardrobe Uh, upcoming weeks. I've got some great shows coming up. I'm talking to a few influencers, by the way, you won't want to miss that show. That's coming up next week. And, uh, we're talking younger influencers. We're going to tap into what their, their take on this whole fashion scene is and trends and what they're into and how they come up with, with their influence. You won't want to miss that. So make sure and join us for more fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.